You're listening to the Greek's Gridiron, live with Ethan Haristadoulou. What's up, everyone, and welcome back to the Greek's Gridiron. I am Ethan Haristadoulou, and today, as we do every Thursday, we begin our picks, this time for week number six of the USFL. Four games on tap, as we do every single week. I'm doing Saturday's games today, and I'll be doing Sunday's games tomorrow, so make sure you stick around and you don't miss out on the second half of the week's picks tomorrow. But we'll dive right into things. We're currently sitting at 12-8 and on the year, halfway through the season. Not too bad. I would like to see if we can push anywhere close to like 20, somewhere between like 25 to 30 games correct predicted. So we'll need a really strong second half of the season. But overall, not too shabby, I would say. So... Starting off, again, Saturday's games with the Pittsburgh Maulers taking on the Memphis Showboats. This one in Memphis at Simmons Bank Liberty Stadium. This one's going to be on the USA Network for those of you that are looking to tune in at 12.30 p.m. Eastern Time. We have the Showboats who are looking to make it three in a row now. When a lot of people thought they were dead in the water just a couple of weeks ago, they've stormed their way back and they're kind of in the thick of things for the South Division at this point here. A game back, but there is still a possibility now sitting at two and three but they have a Maulers team that has improved drastically over the last few weeks with Troy Williams under center and backed up by a defense that has been phenomenal all season long. Maulers are currently winners of two of their last three. And again, that defense has just been absolutely suffocating offenses all year long. Pretty much everyone at this point that they've come up against has had a horrible time trying to move on them. And for the showboats, you're going to have to have one of your best games if you want to come out with a W here and make it three straight. But first, we'll take a look at the Maulers here. Like I mentioned, Troy Williams, he continues to shine as quarterback one for the team. And when I did my power rankings earlier this week, I kind of talked about it. He has kind of become like a Lamar Jackson for this team. I'm not saying he's as good as Lamar Jackson, but when I look at like the Ravens and how the offense is kind of built through Lamar, I feel like the same thing can kind of be said with Troy Williams right now. His connection with wide receiver Bailey Gaither is improving week over week. And I think we saw it kind of culminate last week with that beautiful long pass down the sideline. Bailey Gaither extending one-arm catch. It was a beautiful play, and I expect that to continue to flourish as the weeks progress on. I think for them to be successful against a Showboats team that has been very aggressive when it comes to getting after the quarterback, they have 14 sacks on the year so far, which was ranked second best in the league. You need to keep your passing game quick and effective continue with the read options that you've kind of been doing more design plays keep the defense on their heels and keep them guessing do not make things obvious and apparent because that's where I think the Maulers often struggles the most their offensive line still continues to have problems here so I think keeping the the passes short quick and you know obviously utilize the play action once you really have the defense guessing but those quarterback designed runs and just keeping throws very quick I think is really where the bread and butter and success of this team comes from so keep it quick don't overcomplicate it take the deep shot here or there whenever you see the opportunity arise but don't try to force anything especially against a showboats defense that again is starting to get what seems to be a little bit better than they have been so far this season especially during the first few weeks when they were not looking too great at all as for the defensive side of the ball Cole Kelly being the quarterback over there for the showboats now these last couple of weeks he's been solid but he has not been great and if you 
make him uncomfortable. I feel like he can be forced into mistakes. Thankfully, as the Maulers, you have a phenomenal defense to do so, but you need to make sure you're getting to the quarterback. The Showboats have allowed only eight sacks this year so far. Their offensive line has been quietly really, really good in the passing game in terms of protecting their quarterback. Again, only eight sacks allowed, second fewest in the league, and the Maulers have not necessarily been the best at getting to the quarterback. They can generate pressure, but finishing has been a little bit of an issue for them. I would like to see a defensive front that has been so aggressive actually get to the quarterback rather than just creating that pressure. But ultimately, if you can get to him, Memphis has been fairly one-dimensional. They're not great at running the football, and you have a fantastic run defense. So if you can just make Cole Kelly uncomfortable, I think the Maulers should be able to handle the Showboats offense. As for looking at the showboats here offensively, they continue to be very sloppy. Like I said, I feel like this offense at best has been solid, and that goes to say with Cole Kelly as well, if he's not too uncomfortable, we see some good things from him, but when the going gets a little bit rough and those waters get rocky and the boat starts moving, uh, it, no, no, puns in, no pun intended there, them being the showboats, but I will say that there are moments where you can see how you can kind of pick apart Cole Kelly's game. So with that in mind, if you're the Maulers, you need to get, or if you're the, if you're, excuse me, the showboats, you need to protect your quarterback and give him as, give Cole Kelly as much possible opportunity, as much, looking at the showboats now, as far as the offense goes, been a little bit sloppy, not exactly perfect, but not also awful these last couple of weeks. They're somewhere in the middle. Like I said, when I kind of talked about the Mahler's defense and going after the Showboat's offense, they've been very solid, and that goes for Cole Kelly, obviously. I think when you look at this Mahler's defense, they are very good at forcing turnovers and creating opportunities for the defense to take the football away, and that's where the Showboats have really struggled this year. If you're not protecting the football, this Mahler's defense is going to eat you alive and get that football and take it away from you. So biggest thing I would say for the Showboats in this game here overall is just protect the football. Take care of it. Do your best to protect Cole Kelly as much as possible. Again, offensive line's been sneakily better than I think some people have realized because there's been a lot of struggling with the showboats up until the last couple of weeks. But as far as the offensive line goes, this is going to have to be their best effort that they've given so far this season with just how aggressive and just how much pressure the Maulers can generate overall, like I had just mentioned. On top of that, I think... This game may kind of ride or die on Cole Kelly's play ultimately. He kind of has to have his best game as well. The Maulers defense has been allowing about 182 yards passing per game. So while the defense has been really good, they have let teams move not fairly well, but like enough that if they're able to protect Kelly and he's mistake free, I could see him getting to the end zone a couple of times with a couple of throws here or there. But overall, I think the biggest like key point and just highlight for this offense of the showboats is just protect the football and do your best to run when the opportunity presents itself. Nobody has really been able to run against the Maulers all season long. They are the best run defense in the league, so I'm not going to sit here and say, you need to try to run the football as the showboats. They're not great at running the football. The Maulers do not let people run the football. Play to your strengths, but you know if you think you can get in a cheeky run play here or there where it's least expected, go for it. But this one's going to kind of be won or lost, I believe, on the arm of Colt Kelly for the showboats. As for the defense, I think you really need to be aggressive, play to your strengths, and get 
to the quarterback for the Maulers. The offensive line has not been great. And overall, the way the Maulers have kind of been successful with Troy Williams under center is kind of like how I was talking about their game plan, very quick plays, quarterback design runs, things like that. Things that are making the defense kind of have to take a half step and second there to kind of figure out what is exactly happening before you can get after whoever it is that has the football there. So if you know it's not a quarterback design run and you have, say, like a play action pass or something like that, like, yes, you'll have to take a second to kind of see what's developing. But if it's something in the shotgun and you know it's going to be a drop back pass, pin those ear backs pin those ears back on the defensive line and just go. You need to get after the quarterback and bring him down. This Mahler's offensive line has struggled. So if you can do your best to contain Troy Williams, keep him in the pocket and get him down, you have a shot. At this point, I don't really think you can write off the showboats anymore. They have two very good wins the last couple of weeks and a very massive upset. But if you're able to get after Williams and bring him down, like you have for the most part this season, every time you've gone up against some pretty good offenses and some pretty good offensive lines, you have a shot on top of that. Eliminate Bailey Gaither. Like I mentioned, He's starting to build a solid rapport with Troy Williams at this point, and I think we're really starting to see it now, especially with last week's game. You have got to eliminate him. He is, I would say, their de facto number one wide receiver at this point. He is somebody that I feel like whenever I see the ball being launched in the air, I'm kind of hoping it's going to Bailey Gaither because I know he can make the play. So try to shut him down as much as possible, eliminate him from their game plan, and also win on third down. And this, I don't want to say should be easy, but... When it comes to the Mahler's offense, they are the league's worst third down offense. They convert on only 26.3% of third downs. If you're winning third downs, though, you're typically winning games, especially when you're on the defensive side of the ball. So if you can stop the Mahler's offense on third down, force them into punting situations, and just keep them outside of field goal range, the Mahler's are not necessarily the highest scoring offense so far this year, and things have kind of gotten a little bit better the last few weeks, hence why they're 2-3 and three now, with a tight loss to the Stallions kind of sandwiched in between. But if you can win on third down, you have a shot against this Mahler's offense that has not necessarily been prolific, but has somewhat found its footing. As for who I think comes out winners in this game here, I don't think it's going to be a super high-scoring affair. I'd be legitimately shocked if we saw anything where teams are pushing 30s trying to win. Uh, I expect this to be a little bit of a lower-scoring affair with both offenses not having a ton of points on the board week in and week out. But I do have the Maulers taking the victory here, 23-16. to I think the offense for the Maulers is a little bit further ahead than it is for the Showboats at this point. Uh, I would probably take Troy Williams over Cole Kelly now as well, especially with the dual threat ability of Troy Williams. I just kind of like what the Maulers are getting on offense right now. Neither team can run the ball super effectively. Both defenses, uh, the showboats more so recently than anything else, have been really good. The Maulers, obviously, I would take a step ahead of them. They're the best defense, I would argue, in the USFL at this point. So I would go advantage to the defense for the Maulers. And on top of that, offense is just a smidge ahead of what the showboats have had the last few weeks. So give me the Maulers, 23-16 to 16, again. Tight affair. I think the Showboats have a solid effort in this one, and the game ends up being close, but the Maulers ultimately get it done just because I think they have a little bit more in the tank on offense, and I really like the Maulers' defense altogether. As for the second game of Saturday, we're looking at the Birmingham Stallions and the Michigan Panthers in Ford Field. The Panthers now with their fourth opportunity to win in front of their home crowd. Can they make it? one and three at home, or do they fall victim to the struggles that they've been dealing with the last few weeks and go four straight losses? I've got to say, 
if you don't come out victorious in this one here and you go four straight games in front of your home crowd with losses, and this was supposed to be, this was three weeks ago, this was a whole different Panthers team. Defense was aggressive. They were bringing people down left and right, whether it was, you know, tackles for loss or just massive sacks here or there. Breland Speaks has been phenomenal, but everything has kind of fallen apart for the Panthers. And you're going up against a Stallions team that is very injured, so there is opportunity to capitalize here, but you've got to have a lot go your way in this game if you want to come out victorious. When I look at the Panthers, this is kind of do or die for Josh Love at this point. Carson Strong has been sent to the IR. They also went and signed Michigan State quarterback Brian Lewick, so there is clearly some shifting going on with the offense. And I think that this is probably the last game for Josh Love before they ultimately just kind of pull the plug on him and see what else they can do at quarterback. Uh, fortunately enough, the Stallions have not been great defending the run this season. That's kind of like their biggest weakness. They've been just dealing with so many injuries in the linebacking corps and on the D-line here or there. It's, 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 really be, it's been really unfortunate for the Stallions because I feel like they have been a victim of the injury bug all season long. Like, yes, people deal with injuries. It's football. It is what it is. But I feel like the Stallions have caught the brunt of the injury issues so far this season. Reggie Corbin and Stevie Scott, two talented running backs, have a prime opportunity to get the ball moving on the ground here. They're allowing about 138 yards a game, so good opportunity for the Panthers to kind of get back to what I believe is their bread and butter, and that's their running back room in a sound running game. As for the other thing that I want to bring up here, protect the football. The Stallions are not great this year when it comes to forcing turnovers. They only have five on the season so far. That is literally one turnover forced per game at this point, at the midpoint in the season. But the Panthers just love to cough up the football. You're thankfully playing a team that does not necessarily force turnovers. So hang on to the ball. Josh Love can't make mistakes. And you potentially have a shot. Potentially have a shot at upsetting the Stallions here. As for the Stallions themselves, something that I've kind of noticed, and I've been keeping track of this now, and it's been, a, it's been a recurrence every single week so far since they blew out the showboats, the Stallions are struggling in the first quarter to get into the end zone. So much so that they do not have a first quarter offensive touchdown, keyword offensive touchdown, because they do have a kick return touchdown to open the game a couple of weeks ago against the uh, Breakers. They have zero offensive touchdowns in the first quarter since blowing out the showboats in week number two. You've got to get things rolling a little bit more. They had back-to-back -back punt drives last week, three plays, three and out, three and out, boom, boom. That is not a recipe for success if you are the Birmingham Stallions. I want to see them start scheming around Jay Sternberger some more. I feel like for how flashy he was early in the season, and he's still making his place here or there, but for how much promise he showed early in the year, I don't really understand why it doesn't feel like they're scheming around him more. I want to see him getting anywhere from eight to 10 targets a game. He's hovering somewhere around like five or so a game right now, roughly. Uh, that's just like a, a rough number off the top of my head from what I've seen, but it's somewhere around like that five range. I know he had six last game, I believe like four the week before and beyond that, a little bit foggy on the numbers, but I want to see him in the ballpark of like eight to 10 targets. I feel like he is your most talented receiver 
even and he's your tight end. He just has a really big play factor. He's a mismatch and he's a guy that I could realistically see finding his way onto an NFL roster come this fall just because of how much he flashed in the early portion and if they continue to scheme towards him and they start to get the ball towards or get the ball in his direction more, I think he can really open things up for the rest of the Stallions offense. On top of that, while they have struggled the last few weeks, you have got to protect Alex Magoo. I feel like the offensive line has been struggling a little bit to protect Magoo the last few weeks. And the Panthers' pass rush, while it has slowed down, does have a proven track record when given the opportunity of getting after the quarterback and making life hell for them. So protect Alex Magoo. The offense kind of lives or dies by Alex Magoo's play at this point. I, I, while there are some very talented players on this team, it feels like the offense... And this kind of even was like with Jamar Smith under center as well, kind of lives and dies by how well the quarterback's playing right now. So protect Magoo, allow him to do his thing. But I would really like to see them open things up a little bit more on offense, but scheme some plays for Jace Sternberger. I think he is your most talented guy on that roster for the offense. Get the football in his hands. I don't want to see just four catches for 41 yards or whatever it was he had last week. I want to see six, seven catches pushing close to that 80, 90-yard mark or more with a touchdown in his hands. Get the ball into Sternberger's hands. As for the defensive side of the ball, you've got to make life difficult for Josh Love. He is susceptible to pressure. He is. He had a really strong showing week one. And it's just kind of been like a mixed bag since then where he's like flash here or there, but then he has a bad turnover here or there. I just feel like if you can get after Josh Love and make his day difficult, you have a excellent shot at winning this football game. Returning safety, JoJo Tillery should be helping out the secondary. Really excited to see number four back in the fold and helping out uh, just the absolute mess that has been injuries on the defensive side of the ball. So, Things should look a little bit better and a little bit tighter in the secondary for them. But if you can shut down the run of the Panthers and again, just make things difficult for Josh Love and honestly just force him to throw the football more than he may want to, this should be a game that the Stallions win. And I'd be kind of shocked to see the Panthers come out with a victory in that one. And that is why I'm going to go with the Birmingham Stallions for the win in this game. Overall, I think that there is just more talent on the Stallions altogether. They have been a more competent team, despite the fact that they're 3-2. and two. They have played, even in their losses, very aggressively, very tight games. And they've just been a lot more competitive overall with the Stallions, or excuse me, compared to the Panthers. Whereas the Panthers themselves, especially last week, kind of feel like they just rolled over and gave up. I wish that the Panthers were heading in a better direction than they were right now, but until they figure out their issues at quarterback... I just don't know if I, I'm i having a hard time believing in them anymore. And, you know, yes, they're still in the running for a playoff spot at two and three. The North Division is very tight, but things have got to turn around. You've got to get back to playing your strengths on the Panthers. And I just don't know if we're going to see that against the Stallions. And I have the Stallions winning this game in somewhat of an ugly affair. This is going to be my blowout for the weekend. I have the Stallions winning 28 to 10. I think the Stallions can kind of right some of the wrongs they've been dealing with offensively. I think we see their first first quarter touchdown that they've had since week number two in this game against the Panthers defense that has kind of fallen off a bit. And if they're getting the ball in the right people's hands, Davian Davis has been really good this year. Jay Sternberger, again, super talented. The running game, when they can get it going, is as effective as just about anyone in the league. I feel like the Stallions are just more complete right now. So give me the Stallions, 28-10, to big victory for them. 
But those are my picks for Saturday's games. Like I said, I'll be going over Sunday's games tomorrow, so make sure you tune in for that as well. Hit that subscribe button so you don't miss out. Make sure you leave a like on the video if you want to help support the channel. But that is it for me. I appreciate you for taking the time to watch this video, and if you made it to the very end, I appreciate you even more. But I'll catch you all in the next video. Have a good one.